it's Brooke, and you're listening to the Vintage Gardener Podcast, which is where I give you tips and tricks on gardening, particularly if you're like me and you garden in southern New Jersey, which is zone 7A. So we are returning to Flower Trials Year 2. And so today we are going to be going over all of the echinacea that I got I grew. So uh, one things that stayed the same. Basically, I did the three times a week watering. I did the one-time application of Dr. Earth. One thing I should have done, but I did not get around to doing it because I was so busy planting, was deadheading the echinacea regularly because they definitely need it. So I have several varieties that I did this year. And, you know, as I expand my garden, I will be adding other varieties because you know me. So, uh, the first type I grew is called Confections Raspberry Truffle. So the, with the Confection series of, of Echinacea, they seem to be, <clears throat> I'm just trying to think how to describe it. They're, they're kind of like a Scabiosa, like, like if for example, you get like the Black Knight Scabiosa, they have a similar shape. They're a little bit flatter than some of the ones like for example double scoop seems to have a much fluffier head and maybe longer ray petals i guess you would say it's kind of hard to explain uh but they're i think they're i think they're it's considered to be kind of like a double anyway it looks different than something like powwow white or the more traditional purple one. So this is um for the most part they're winter hardy uh, between zones four to nine, individual ones will be hardy to zone three, and I'll list those as I go. Uh, this one is winter hardy to zone four. Its mature size is 30 inches. The flower on this one was a peachy pink, which is kind of surprising because, you know, I thought since it's called raspberry truffle, it will have more red in it, uh, but it didn't. I have this one in the promenade bed. Uh, so I got this one from Flags Garden Center. It actually handled the promenade well because the promenade tends to <clears throat> get a little dry out there because it's got more sandy soil. One thing I did notice is it definitely seemed to revive in the cooler weather because it started pushing more blooms and it's a gorgeous cut flower. I did use it in a couple of bouquets and I really liked it. So I'll be glad when that one gets a little bigger next year. Uh, the next one is Pow Wow White. This is one of the ones you can grow from seed. I, in my case, I got a plant from, I think it was Green Top Market. Uh, this one gets about 18 inches tall. It's winter hardy from, I think this one's, I have it listed as four to nine, but I think it may be actually hardy to zone three. It's got a white flower. This is one you can grow from seed. Um, I spaced it 18 inches apart. It didn't put on a lot of growth, but I didn't plant it until like the end of August. It seemed to be settling in pretty much. And I think next year I'll notice, well, you know what? It did put on a little leafy growth, but I don't recall getting additional blooms um, after the blooms that were on the plant, you know, went through their bloom period. But I'm confident the next year it'll put on a much bigger show. <laughs> so next we have Sunseeker Salmon. So. Sunseeker is a specific, it's like a, it's like a specific line. I'm not sure who makes it because I've seen a couple different companies offer different ones of the Sunseeker. Uh, this one is called Sunseeker Salmon. Uh, I have it listed as Winter Hardy 
between four to nine and it may be three if it's because some of them it depends upon the website you see it on some of them say four some of them say three so i would say between three to four definitely four between four to nine you'll be fine um it had salmony pink flowers on it so i put it in the promenade section it gets about 24 inches high um, I planted it 24 inches apart. Actually, it was wider because, you know, you know me, I'm not going for a mass effect. I'm kind of doing more specimen style plantings. <laughs> Let's see. I purchased this one from Damblaze. I noted that it seemed to struggle in the promenade bed because I think with the moisture issue, I'm going to watch it for next year because I did look at it. it. It did make it through the summer, you know, but this summer was so challenging because it was just so hot for so long. So I may need to relocate it next year, but you know, I'll give it over the winter. It'll get settled in. You know, we should be getting, you know, we've gotten some rain, you know, we should be getting snow. And so I think by next year, hopefully it will have established itself well enough that it will, it will, uh, it'll do pretty well. So the next one after that is Confection Sweet Chili. Uh, this one, once again, Winter Hardy from either Zone 3 or 4 to Zone 9. It gets 30 inches tall. It's The color on it is definitely a deep red. It kind of reminded me, like when I thought of chili, like chili powder, it did kind of have that really deep tone to it. <coughs> um, definitely do 30 inches of spacing. I got this one on clearance from Dambly's. Um, it did seem to struggle in the promenade a lot. After the initial blooms, it didn't bloom again. Um, but like I said, it seemed to be hanging on, but I think once, you know, over winter, it'll get established because I did plant it in plenty of time before our, um, our frost date. So I think, you know, over the winter, I, I think it should be okay. I think it'll, I think it'll survive. Um, if not, you know, there's plenty of other echinaceas for me to try, so I'm not going to stress about it. Okay. So then I did Confections Marmalade. This was the first Confections echinacea I, I got. It's hardy from zone four to nine. Uh, the flower is definitely orange. It did bloom a little bit, but you know, it's just that this year, you know, the stuff that I grew from seed just really outpaced anything that I bought in a, that I bought from the store. And I know one of the guys from Flags Garden Center said that he knows with like when people are growing plants, sometimes they, the growers will put like a hormone inhibitor, I guess, so they don't get too big. Whereas anything you grow from seed doesn't have it on here. So it kind of got, I think it got crowded and shaded, which is why it didn't do so well. Uh, next year, I'll definitely be thinning out that bed with certain things. Um, you know, especially with things like, um, not so much the snapdragons. I didn't mind those. And not to mention, I can cut those back once they finish their first flush, but like the <laughs> the four o'clocks. Yeah, those were thugs. So I think next year, you know, I'll be like yanking, maybe I'll let one four o'clock stay, but I'll be yanking the majority of them. So hopefully it'll rebound and it'll come back. I mean, it was still hanging in there. It was, it did, the green part of it did look a little bit bigger, but you know, I'm hoping next year it'll settle in and I'll see some real growth. Okay, so then let's see, I did Salsa Red. This is part of the Sombrero series. Um, this is one of the ones from Monrovia that I got from Lowe's. 
Uh, so this one, once again, it's hardy from like zones three to nine. It gets about 36 inches. It's more, this one was red, but it was more of an orange red, which is why I put it in the bed closest to the orange section. Um, it didn't really do much. I mean, it, I mean, it survived. It did. I do remember now that I think about it when in September, when it started getting a little bit cooler, I did see some additional blooms. I mean, they're pretty, but it just, I don't know. It, it just seems like, and like I said, I think it's because of the heat, but it seems like it was just taking a little bit to get established. So then I had sombrero, another sombrero one called Sangrita. This was more of a primary red. <laughs> um, so this one gets about 24 inches tall. It's a little shorter than some than the salsa red. Uh, it's winter hardy from three to nine. Like I said, it was more of a primary red. I purchased it from Lowe's. It was getting established, you know, like I said, it did, wasn't really putting on a lot of bloom stocks, but you know, I just need to get it established for next year. <laughs> okay, so then there's a coneflower called Sunseeker Mellow. Now I'll be quite honest, I thought this one may have been mislabeled because there were un other sun seekers in the Morovia canon. I know one of them was like sun seeker mellow magenta. This wasn't magenta. It was definitely reddish with a more purple hue, but it wasn't like a true magenta. I wasn't sure if that's what it was really called mellow because when I Googled the name of it, nothing was coming up. Um, it, it's winter hardy from four to nine. It gets about 36 inches high. It, it didn't do much this year. Um, I, once it got cooler, once again, I did see it put out a couple of new flowers. So I'm sure next year it'll probably do much better. So then let's see, I had pretty parasols. Uh, this was an echinacea that I got from, oh dear, what was the name of that garden? I, I got it at the um, gardener's market that was at PHS Meadowbrook Farm. This one gets 36 to 40 inches tall. It's light pink at the edges with a deeper pink in the center. It has more of a traditional coneflower look. Um, I definitely make sure I spaced it 36 inches apart. Actually, I think it was spaced a little bit farther because I want this to get it's full size. So I got it in September of 2021. I, when I planted it, it didn't seem like it was doing much, but then all, all of a sudden I noticed that I got some additional blooms on it in October. So I guess it's definitely, it's definitely settled in. So I'm expecting a big show next year. And then let's see, I, I got, um, one of the smoothie varieties of echinacea. I got strawberry mango. This one is a little bit shorter. It's about two feet tall. Um, it's like yellow at the petals with more like of a red in the center, which is why they, I call it strawberry mango. I definitely planted it pretty space, pretty far apart. It was a fairly large bed, so they're not near each other because I wanted I didn't want them to be too close together. I wanted them to be on different sides of the bed for um, just to kind of break it up. Cause eventually all these are gonna get big and they're gonna look like giant clumps. You know, it's gonna take a little longer than for example, if I plant, plant three or five or something like that, but it'll get there in the end. So it was minimal blooming. I planted it really late and 
it, you know, still kind of hot. So it didn't put out any new blooms, but that's okay. I mean, you know, those nursery cans get really hot in this heat. So I wasn't really expecting much. Then I got double scoop cranberry. This is another thing I got at the, um, the gardener's market at PHS Meadowbrook Farm. Once again, hardy from zone to, uh, four to nine. This one gets between 24 to 36 inches tall. So because of that, I planted it 36 inches. Now this red on it, it's a deep red, but it's not like the sweet chili. I would say this is more of a, it's more of a close, it's more of a, like a basic red color. I felt like the sweet chili had a little bit more deepness to it. They do look, they look, they do look similar, but I think this one is slightly lighter than the chili. So it, it seemed to really take to the promenade bed, which I'm a little surprised because I don't know, it's kind of weird because some of the echinacea took to, you know, the more sandy soil than others. This one took to it. It definitely bloomed once it started to cool it down and the you know, it made a great cut flower. Um, it was it was absolutely gorgeous. Then I did some mellow yellows. These I did from seeds. These are seeds I got from Chris for Christmas from my sister. So it'll get about 36 inches tall. Um, I did this, let's see, this was, I did January, February winter sowing. I would say it was like 50, I got 50% germination. Um, and I think from what I recall when I plant these, I think I may have still been using the Espoma potting mix. Um, if I did it again, I would definitely do like um, the pro mix or something like that. Cause um, like I said, I found Espoma to be problematic. So it didn't flower this year. I'll be looking forward to see how it's gonna do next year. This is more of a daisy type flower. Um, the thing about the mellow yellow echinaceas is that on each plant, the yellows on the plant vary. So some of, the, some of them are lighter, some of them are darker. So it has a really interesting look. And then let's see, I did a Confections Lemon Drop. Now, I know I got two yellow, you know, Echinacea that kind of had the similar, almost like Scabiosa head. Um, I looked at my past video and I just had noted double scoop lemon cream, but I'm pretty sure I got one of the double scoop and one of the Confections, the lemon drop. So I'm gonna put them in there and hopefully next year when they actually bloom, I'll see. Um, so I got both of them from Green Top Market and they I got planted them very late. So they, you know, they really were struggling in the containers, which is not surprising. None of them put on any new blooms. So I'll, I'll I should know next year when they bloom which one is which. Um, they're both like winter hardy uh, from three to nine. The thing is the lemon drop seems to be a little bit shorter. It looks like it's gonna be around 18 inches where the double scoop lemon cream looks like it's gonna be 24 inches. Um, the other thing is the color. I think the lemon is, the lemon drop is more yellow and I think the double scoop lemon cream is like lemon cream. So it's gonna be a light yellow. And the last one, which I forgot about is a green twister echinacea. And so that one I believe is hardy from zone three to nine. I think this one will get, I would say between like, I don't know, like 24 to 30 inches. Uh, I have this in the green section as well as one of the memorial beds. It has, 
I'm trying to think how to describe it. It's like, it's, it's bicolored. So it's like green. And then I think it's got, it's got like pink in the center. Um, the ones that I planted in the Memorial Garden definitely have the pink on them. For whatever reason, the ones that I have planted in the, in the green bed with the pink accents, it's just like all green. So I'm not really sure what's going on. So I'll, but I know sometimes plants take a while to kind of mature into their final, you know, flowering form. So I'll see how it does next year. I mean, obviously since it's in the green bed, it doesn't matter if it doesn't have any pink on it, but I just thought it was kind of strange that, um, because I've grown it before. Um, the one thing I would say is that I think I did get them from different garden centers. I want to say one of them I got from Flags and the other one I got from, I think, was it Dambly's maybe? And so that may, you know, so it, it could just be that particular batch. So anyway, guys, that's all the cone flowers I have, which I know you guys are probably thinking, well, gee, you had enough. Um, so I'm looking forward to next year when everything starts settling in and, you know, putting on some, some growth, you know, and especially once I give it some Dr. Earth, I think I should have a nice show. Um, these typically bloom I would say like, well, actually, you know what? The one, the green twister that I had in the Memorial Garden did bloom earlier, but some of the other ones, I think they kind of blew more like summer when they go through fall. As a matter of fact, what's been really interesting is that I have a green twister coneflower in the Memorial Garden that's still sending up blooms. And so they handle the frost, it seems, pretty well. I mean, the ones that are in the middle bed, they still have green on them. So, uh, yeah, so I, I'm a little bit, I was a little bit surprised by that. I thought they were going to definitely die back to the ground. They're not doing that. So, you know, if they're still, I mean, if I still see green above the ground like that, all that means is that next year when spring comes, they're really, you know, when they start sending up bloom stalks, they really, you know, that, that means they should be pretty big. So that's it guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know there will be a new call-in show on January 14th at 8 p.m. Uh, the topic will be winter sewing. It'll be a Q&A session. So if you guys have any questions on winter sewing, uh, because you knew, guys know that that is the process that I did last year to great effect, I will be more than happy to answer any questions that you had. Uh, so next week, I don't know which flower I'm going to be covering. I'm going to look at my spreadsheet and see what else I haven't done yet. And I'll cover that. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast.